0: On the northern bank of Buffalo Bayou, you'll find the Mobile Paratex Community Bank Studios at East River Nine and its current occupants, the Killer Bees. Here's Joel Blank and Jeremy Brennan.
1: Let's go straight out to the HRMP guest line, being joined by the voice of the Houston Astros, Todd Callis. Todd, thanks for spending a few minutes of your Friday talking to us. How about that series in Arlington, huh? That had to be a lot of fun to call after you got the whole You know, situation figured out after Blummer got sick. But a lot of runs to call, a lot of home runs. Had to be fun.
0: Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, the first day was crazy, and it kept getting better from there. 16 home runs in a three-game series. You'll probably never see that happen again. That was unreal. So uh, a huge series. Obviously, the Astros needed the win. The Rangers were in a big spot there, too. So for them to sweep that series and pound the Rangers like they did, that was uh, a nice little silver boot kick, and they had that over the weekend. (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, TK, when you look at it, and you were the first to say to us, look, Michael Brantley can be Michael Brantley, and he's been one of the best hitters in the American League for an extended period of time. And boy, were you right, because he's looked like he hasn't missed a beat since he got back in the lineup. And as good as the, the bullpen has been over the last couple of years, we know that all the struggles with the starting pitching because of injuries. But when you look at it, it seems to, to me that the calling card of this team very well could be this offensive lineup. And if they are healthy with the depth that they have and the ability to kill you in so many ways... It could be the fact that this offense is what carries them and dictates how far they go in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, they have really made a push. They they weren't one of the top offensive teams in the first half of the season, but the second half they're right up there with Atlanta, I believe, and run scored, and maybe a couple of other teams. But uh, you're right, this team is starting to get to that point where, where their offense is probably going to carry them. The, the pitching has been solid, uh, but it hasn't been like it was last year. And they, they could outscore you. I mean, obviously they put up huge numbers against the Rangers. Uh, they put up uh, big numbers against the Red Sox, uh, Tigers. So, yeah, if the team is playing well on the road, they just need to carry that mojo over to Minute Maid Park over the weekend against San Diego because uh, they score a bunch of runs when they're away from home, but they got to figure out how to, how to get those runs at home as well.
1: Todd Callis joining us on the HRNP guest line. And, and that's the darnest thing, right, about this Astros team. And it, it's hard to put a finger on it. You know, there's the latest thing where, you know, the batter's eye, is that an issue? Uh, there's been theories, well, all these guys are married. Like some of our texters have brought that up. I know Dana talking on a different radio station says, you know, maybe the, they, they feed off the booze of being on the road, things like that. I think personally it's coincidental, but this is a hard thing to put your finger on.
0: No, it is, and you go back to 17, the first World Series year, and they didn't really play that well at home that year either. They played much better on the road. Um, it's hard to figure out, and you can say batter's eye, but then the other team has to hit with the same issue. So it's just hard to figure out that they have a negative run differential at home. Um, it doesn't make any sense, and they still have a few weeks to get it figured out. Um doesn't make any sense that they lost the 2019 World Series either by losing every game at home. So <laughs> things happen like that. I, I don't have an explanation for it. The team is so good away from home, though. That's the crazy part. If this team was, you know, borderline 500 on the road, then you you, you wouldn't be saying the same thing. But they are dominating on the road, plus 100-and-something run differential, and they have a negative run differential at home. It, it just belies any explanation that I can come up with.
2: Todd, normally, if you looked at the schedule at the start of the year, this would be a big series regardless because of the firepower that the Padres have. But when you look at how disappointing their season has been, what are your expectations for what you're going to see in terms of a team that the Astros are playing this weekend in the Padres because to me it just seems like they could go one of two ways they maybe they you know the veterans and some guys still feel like they have something to prove and they want to prove if they beat a team like the Astros that you know it still could salvage some respect for their season but to me it could go the other way too when these guys know there's nothing left to play for you know you would ho- you could see a, a scenario where you know, it's not the same Padres team, just like we we thought that they would be a lot different team at the start of the year.
0: Yeah, it's it. that's the team, to me, that's the hardest to figure out in all of baseball. And I, I don't know why they're nine games under five hundred. They should be uh, a playoff team. There's no doubt about it. They have the, the talent to be there. They have the manager to be there. Bob Melvin's an, an incredible manager. Uh, it just hasn't worked out. And I don't, you know, I, I think you're right. I think it could go one of two ways. They could have a nothing-to-lose attitude going into this weekend. Cause they really, even if they, they, you know, have an incredible finish to go 18 and four the rest of the way, that's probably not going to be enough to get them in the postseason. So, uh, they're going to be playing for themselves and, and trying to put up their own numbers. Uh, you just hope that, that, that they aren't a team that, that is going to find it this weekend. I, I, think Blake Snell is going to be a tough opponent tonight. He's, he, one of the best in the game and is, has barely allowed any hits and is in his, in pitch this year. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a series that could be dangerous. I think you'll learn early on where the Padres' mindset is, and hopefully the Astros can take the first one tonight and help set the tone for the weekend.
1: Todd, you kind of run out of things to say about Jose Altuve. And after the series he had against Texas and the five home runs and a stretch of six at-bats, the stretch of four home runs and four at-bats. It's amazing. And then you start to have the conversations of where does he stack up in Astros lore? Where does he stack up in Houston lore? Where does he stack up amongst the greatest uh, second baseman of all time? How can you kind of compartmentalize both of those things where you're still in the moment calling Jose Altuve right now, but then also appreciate and understand that you're calling the, the games of a living legend?
0: Yeah, I mean, for him to do what he's done in the span of a month, you know, to get the cycle the 2,000 hits and then the four home runs and four innings, which has never been done in major league history, that's kind of crazy. But it is. It's hard to really put yourself 30,000 feet up and look down at what he's doing in the present when you're calling the game. Uh, he never ceases to amaze me. He comes up big in the biggest moment. Uh, his numbers in the postseason are about as good as you can you can find. So I'm really excited to see what he does this postseason because he's he's having an incredible run since he's come off the I.L. Um, But, yeah, it's one of those things, you're right, when you're in the middle of it, you maybe don't appreciate it as much as when you sit back and say, wow, that was incredible what he's done. I think we're all going to say that about his career, and hopefully Jordan Alvarez's career, Alex Fregman's and other guys, but is just amazing, one of the best all-time in second base for sure.
2: Tom, we look at the bullpen, and we know that Montero struggled early, and a lot of people were critical of him with the contract and the years and all that goes with it, whether fairly or unfairly. That kind of went with the fact that when he didn't, you know, be on top, he wasn't as on top of his game early, people were highly critical. He seems to have pitched better and better as the season has gone on. Now we call it the circle of dust, the, the – where you look at the, the final four guys in the back end of that bullpen, has he firmly and securely put himself kind of fourth in then line now behind uh, the Presley and Abreu and naris as a guy that Dusty already trusted in the past, but now that he's pitching the way he's pitching, he's kind of right there, sixth inning-ish?
0: I think for Dusty, it would probably be like either four or 4A. Four you, you mentioned those other three. They're definitely the top three. Naris, Abreu, Presley, that's the order he goes in when he has the lead. But I think between Kendall Graven and Rafael Montero, those guys are probably, uh, the next guys after those three that Dusty has the most faith in. So I think you're going to see Montero pitch a lot with leads now. That wasn't necessarily something that Dusty was comfortable with in the middle of the season when he was struggling. Uh, but he has earned his trust and it's unfortunate Stanick got hurt the other day because he was starting to pitch better. Maton's obviously a guy that Dusty uses earlier in the game, fifth and sixth inning. Uh, but when he gets seven, eight, nine, uh, if it's not Neres Abreu and Presley, I would say Montero and Draven are probably equal and Dusty's he's fine.
1: Todd, a fun matchup tonight as this three-game series gets underway. I'm excited to see how Hunter Brown, you know, the phenom rookie, looks up looks against uh, the betting favorite to win the Cy Young in the National League in Blake Snell. Should, should be a fun pitching matchup with the potential of Hunter Brown and then how great Blake Snell has been in 2023.
0: Yeah, Blake's been incredible. Um I don't, like I said earlier, he hardly allows any hits. He's a guy that's really tough to square the ball up against. Uh, he's found his niche in San Diego after pitching for a couple of other teams. So yeah, he's going to be, he's going to be tough tonight. There's no doubt. I think Hunter was disappointed with his outing last time around. It's been kind of hot and cold for Hunter lately and hopefully he gets on a run heading into the postseason. I still think there's probably at least one spot, if not two available in that postseason playoff rotation. So Hunter wants to try and solidify that if he can pitch well down the stretch and it's going to be a good start to the series. If they can beat Blake Snell, that really bodes well for the rest of the weekend.
2: Todd, with what we saw of Christian Javier, based on what we saw recently where people were really worried and there was questions about would he be in the playoff rotation, where does he fit within this pitching staff, it seemed like, it, with the exception of, of how it all ended and how he finished, that that was a different Christian Javier than we've seen over the last month plus. If he comes out and has another start like that, does that start to kind of calm everybody's Fears and, and and settle everybody down to thinking christian javier can still get back to being who he was a year ago yeah
0: i think so i think you need at least two in a row and i think maybe even three out of four for them to get to that point where they feel like javier's near where he was last year um you're just looking for that consistency at this point and unfortunately there's not a lot of time with three and a half weeks to go but if you see javi pitch well this weekend and then he gets another good one one of his next two starts then i think all of a sudden you're feeling better about Christian Javier in 2023. He's got, he's still the same guy. I mean, he's, you got more of that swing and miss with the fastball the other day and he uses breaking ball a lot more. I, I still think it's in there somewhere. Hopefully, uh, that we see Christian Javier maybe not as good as he was in 22 because it's hard to repeat a, a no hitter in Yankee Stadium and a no hitter, uh, with relief help both times in the World Series as well. But, uh, he's got the talent. He needs to be that three starter. They need him to be the three starter in the playoffs and hopefully. Uh, things go well for him in his next couple starts.
1: TK, uh, we know that uh, you love what you do. It it carries on to the air. We can tell how much passion you have for it. We can also tell how much work you put into it. All the preparation that you do, that's evident as well. How do you treat an off night like tonight?
0: Oh, I'm just chilling out. I've got, uh, my wife and I are going to go down and and enjoy a nice dinner and hang out and uh, just relax. We're going to have, you know, I'll DVR the game because obviously we haven't seen the Padres all year long, so I want to get as much Padre information as possible. I'll probably DVR it, uh, you know, and, and look back at some of their old games as well, just to hear some of the, the Padres commentators. Since tonight's on Apple TV, so we'll we'll have dinner and they'll come back and get a little work done, getting ready for the series. But we're just relaxing and having a nice dinner together, which we don't get to do on a
2: Friday night very often. Well, no. make sure you get Blummer some meds too. because you can't <laughs> wait to get him. Out. <laughs> Yeah. Well, enjoy your night off. We always appreciate listening to you and Blummer. We think you're the best in the business. But enjoy the night off, but hopefully the Astros do us all a a favor, get a big W, and and take care of business this weekend. Yeah, let's hope so. Big
0: W tonight would be good against a very good pitcher. And, yeah, I think Blummer's doing better. Hopefully he'll be back uh, with us on tomorrow's broadcast.
1: Appreciate it. Todd Callis joining us on the HRP guest line. Chat with him next week. Astros, Padres kicking off three-game series a little bit later.